All right, BBS Radio. Welcome everybody on BBS to the Sunday call. And happy Easter. And happy Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> Our Passover. <laughs> I'm going to be sipping my deuterium depleted water. <laughs> oh, do you have deuterium depleted water? I, did, I made triple make, frozen water, so theoretically. Oh. Did you make it yourself? Yes, Welcome I did. Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? Yes, positive greetings from Sedona. This is Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Welcome, Hi, Raiden. Raiden. All right. There was another person. Would you like to say your name and location? Good morning. It's Bonnie in California. All right. Happy Bonnie. Happy Easter, Bonnie. Hi. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? Mm, Could be. Yeah, Nixon. Nixon. Hi, Nixon. Welcome. Hi, Nixon. Hello. How's everybody? Good. Hi. Oh, that's good. I listen on the time. replays a lot of times. That's why I'm not on. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, it's good to hear you here to speak directly to you. <laughs> oh, it's lovely having you. <laughs> oh, it's the Easter, you know, Easter Sunday. So. That's it. Right. Got to come on. Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? <clears throat> Hey, Is that Edward? Yes. Hey, does that show that uh, the uh, uh, where they repair the toys and stuff? Does that make you cry? <coughs> Welcome sure. to the Sunday Club. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hey, Hi, Roger. Welcome, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hi, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Easter. Happy Easter. Edward, it is your, it is your, um, the lady, Sophie Rodriguez, it, it is to do with you, isn't it? Yeah, she's my friend, and like I say, she's suffering greatly, greatly with, uh, with lupus. Of course, she owns a bakery, <laughs> so I can't. Oh, no. Welcome okay. to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hey, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hey. All right. Hi, Cecil. Welcome, Cecil. Hi, guys. Hi. 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 You got the day off today. Sure That's greeter. Welcome to the Sunday Hi, call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Cecil. Hey, Cecil. Hi, from Dallas. Hi, Terry. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Terry. <laughs> Hi, Terry from Sedona and Terry from yes. Dallas. <laughs> Hi, Cedra from England. Hi, Hi. Simultaneous Terry's. <laughs> Both at the same time. <laughs> I've got one question for Terry. Could she, when the Elohim's chatting, does she hear what they're saying? When she's she sort of aware of what they're saying? Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm aware at the time, but later on, uh, like when I go out of the state, 
again, I don't remember often. Okay. That's what I thought. Who's that? And Spike, Who's that? You got to listen. You got to listen to the calls after if you want to hear what's going on. Yeah. Wait, what is okay. your name? Ken from Mississauga. Oh, I remember you. Hi. I'm the only. I'm trying to recruit more Canadians, but I'm working on it. Okay. Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Win in Sedona. All right. Hi, Win. Hi, Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Happy Easter. Demetrius, Massachusetts. Hi, Demetrius. Morning. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, for me, it's next week, but uh, it's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Orthodox. Orthodox <laughs> Easter. That's Orthodox. Right, yeah. next. Yes. My wife is Orthodox, so we're going to celebrate next week as well. There you go. We get two Easter's. We get two Easter's every year, two Christmases, which is really uh, that's good. That's right. That's right. But remember, every four <laughs> years, they coincide. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's oh, one God. Wife. We have divided so many religions. My yeah. wife was born on Easter. Nice. Oh. Nice. A- 89 years ago. And it's only wow. been Easter on her birthday for a few days, a few times all, during all that time. Oh, it was wow. her birthday wow. yesterday. <laughs> all right. Very nice. And she's got dementia, so she doesn't, she didn't even recognize what was going on. Her children called her and she didn't know who they were. Her heart for herself so she hasn't yeah. recognized me for over six years. Wow. Nice. Wow. That's terrible. Edward, where yes. your friend Sophie, what area location is she? Oh okay. She's in Homa, Louisiana. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate this. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> God bless Betty today. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Lynn, can so you we, hear we me? Got, we've got her on the hospice now. So just, just barely. Oh. Wow. Yeah, she's getting Lynn, can you hear me? One one day there'll be a cure for dementia. I think. Maybe the next five. Well, 10 it's years not just, it's not just any old dementia. This is Louis bodies, and and it's it's more difficult than all the others. There will be a Welcome cure. Welcome to Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Terry in Nevada. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Thank you. Hey, Terry, has it been raining up there? It's raining? No. No rain. No rain. Uh-uh. It's funny. It's nice, but no rain. No rain over here either. Not even in Seattle. Oh, raining wow. in Sedona. Uh, it hailed a couple of days ago. Oh, neat. Wow. Send some over. Hi, sir. Are you here? I am, but I have a bad connection. Your phone is bad? Right, I can't. I called in. How about, how about your internet? 
Ice? Sounds like you dropped out. Oh, well. Probably trying to reconnect. Better to like. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hello. 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 Hang on. I think I can get on the console today. I had trouble getting in. Yeah. On the phone? Yes. He kept asking me for for the password. I kept putting it in. It, it, as soon as I'd put it in, it'd say, put in your password again. Just over and over and over again. It finally hung up and dialed back in, and then it took it. <laughs> I think we've had some solar flares coming over. Yeah. That, that disrupts communications. We've had a whole barrage of them over the last week or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it says here um, one may explode on the 17th. Okay. I guess that's both. They're, they know about the speed of, I guess it's coming towards us. Yeah. It says a major new sunspot group produced the next class solar flare, potentially the first of many. The explosion on April the 17th wow. caused shortwave radio blackout over Australia and parts of Asia, and it may have hurled a CME into space. Developing story. So that's today. That's today. Oh, yeah. 17. <laughs> Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wynn in Sedona. All right. Welcome Hi, Wynn. Hey, Wynn. You're back. I got, I got kicked <laughs> off just a moment ago. All right. Solar flare kicked you off. <laughs> Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? <clears throat> oh my God, I see Nixon here today. <laughs> hey, Nixon. I'm still living in the Nixon. maple cup. How's your, how's your, how's your, how's your, how is your paper cup? Uh, it's still good, surprisingly enough. Biodegradable, that's why. <laughs> you sound good today. <laughs> I just got over yep. COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, bless you. Good for you. Well, so, guys, I'm on the console. Say your name and location. Hi, did you get back here yet? No. All right. 
think you're on your own, Wynn. He's never by his, by his own. <laughs> All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Good morning. Wait a second here. We're going to start the tape. Hang on. Here we the go. recording has started. This is April 17th, 2022. Wynn Free and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And this is Sunday morning with the Elohim. And if, if you happen to tune into this call and you put up with all of our um, conference calls beginning and people saying hello, you're in for something special. I mean, it's. I could try to tell you that it's special, but the bottom line is you have to discover that for yourself and by paying attention a little bit and saying, oh my God, is that really happening? And this call has to do with an interface between those of us on this line, we could say a portal, a connection, a vibratory connection with all of us and the beginning of the universe, the intelligence at the top of the universe who shows up every Sunday to talk with us, the intelligence that religions have been started over, although they don't say they're God, they say that our higher dimensional friends. And they say they don't like to be worshipped, that uh, there's no hierarchy, except they can do things from their dimension that can help us. And we can do things from our place that helps them, because they don't like to see everything falling apart in the way that it's falling in our realm. And yes, it is falling apart. They can do things to hang on. They can do things to help, but they honor free will, which means somebody has to ask for their help. And they monitor our planet and they look at the um, how can I say it? Uh, they look at the dispensation of the collective. What way is it swaying? And, I mean, just to give an example, I asked them, can you stop a nuclear weapon from going off? And they said, we could if enough people ask. So the asking is extremely important. We're going to be talking to that very source in just a moment. Terry, are you there? I'm here. 
Has your cough gone away? No, but I'll, I'll see how it goes. We may have to stop this early because Terry's been having a cough. And if it's too uncomfortable for her for doing it, we'll have to change directions. But in the meantime, we will start and we're going to have a conversation with an intelligence that identifies itself as the Council of Elohim with the Ra group. These are two group souls in higher dimensions that can interface with our realm vibrationally. And many people can feel their energies on this line. And those of you who are regulars have heard all the extraordinary stories of things that have happened that are pretty compelling proof that they are who they say they are. I happen to be a very skeptical guy, and when they started talking to me, I mean, I said, can this be real? It took me a few years to say, there's no other explanation. We had little miracles, big miracles. We had... Um, You guys have heard me talk about it so much, I'm not going to repeat it all, but we've had so many events. And many people that are on the line have been attending our calls for years. And what happens is there's a vibration on this call. There's a vibration from a very high level of dimension or consciousness. It's not me that creates that vibration. It's not Terry that creates that vibration. That creation is the um, result of these sources who, who don't have physical bodies and they can expand. They're expanding into our call. And they're paying attention to everyone on the call, they say. And I'm convinced that that's true. And some people are afraid to be at paid attention to or to be noticed because they feel guilt or they've done things that they're ashamed of. But they don't judge you, so you don't have to worry about that. Let them be open to a connection. Be open because it might be the most important thing that ever happens to you in your life. It opens you up to the potential to graduating this realm and to getting energetic support and love from the other side that may not be available to you any other way. And it's unconditional. Once you get it, you can kind of tune into it. And um, 
the person that is responsible for these communications is my partner, Terry Brown. And Terry and I have been friends for many years. And one day, about 20 years ago, she woke me up in the middle of the night. And she said, get the tape recorder out, which I did. And a voice came through her that said it was the Council of Elohim. Actually, when she describes it, she said she felt a knocking on her head. Terry, why don't you tell it in your words? Well, it's like... Um, tap, 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 like tap, tap, tap on the right-hand side of my head. And I recognized the energies of the sources that had come through Daphne a week or two before that. And I had asked them, do you think I could uh, channel you? And they said, yes, it's if you tune in. Uh, and get us, and uh, the intention is there and correct in the connection. Uh, yes, you can. And so I said, "Well, uh, let's we let's talk and get acquainted with ourselves, each other." And they said, "No, we want to talk to Win." And I said, "Win sleeping." And they said, "Oh, it's very important that we talk to Win." Very important. So I woke him up, and we got the tape recorder out, and um, they said yes, because it was very important that we, this connection is very important with you, and ask us questions. So then it started. <laughs> uh, that was the be- that was the beginning of it. Right. Quite, quite frankly, I couldn't believe it. I thought Terry was making it up. I thought uh, she was jealous of Daphne. But I said, I'm just going to ask questions and see what happens. And my mind was spinning at the time. And truthfully, <laughs> I don't know. They. It was obvious after Terry started channeling that they had chosen to talk to me. And I couldn't understand why they were choosing me to talk to. And I kind of understand it now, but at the time I didn't. I said, I said, the first thing I have to do is just test this to see if it's real. And um, we now have a library, an actual library of sessions with them. 2,000 sessions going strong on our archive website, which is almost going on to 200,000 hits. A number of people that have had miracles and transformations, and we're going to talk to them in just a short moment. And I was saying yesterday 
there was a, a, a session in the raw material. And we talked to the raw group. We talked to a conglomeration of the Elohim and the raw group. And according to the raw group, they define the universe into two segments, one which they call space-time and the other which they call time-space. And we are in space-time in this realm. If you die, you would be in time-space. And I assume, and I'm not sure, that as you go up the dimensions, you stay in time-space. And... Well, what if if we stay in time-space, but time-space is determined by the density we're in, and so um, each density has its own space, and then within that is the time. Yeah, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask questions about this, and they can define it, okay? Precisely. But w- the quote from the raw material, I hope it's from the raw material. I think it is. Um, is that in in space time in the realm we're in? on Earth, you know nothing and can do everything. And in time-space, you know everything and can do nothing. And we're going to find out what that means on this call. I have uh, uh, um, that, uh, that's a good question to ask because they're giving me uh, some. Uh, <laughs> all right, if that's true, what does that mean to us? We can do nothing, is that right? You know, I think. So. Well, Come I want them to explain it. Okay, now the way I understand it, okay. I mean, at least a little bit of my understanding is that when we're in this realm, we have the ability to change our karma, to change our past. We have the ability to do actions that of kindness and compassion. And some of us do that. And many people don't. And it's like, they would think, why should I do that? Right? I mean, I'm busy. I'm not going to give money to that person. I'm not going to do this. Let them take care of themselves. Everyone's responsible for themselves. Okay? Of course, that's not what Jesus said. He said, you're your brother's keeper. But the thing about it is, it's like when you're on the other side, you can't do those things. 
I don't think so, okay? I mean, I'm surprised you can't do acts of kindness on the other side. But from the way it's stated, you know nothing. You can, you know everything. You know all the things you could have done, how you could have done it better. But you can't change your karma. And I'm Where not did sure this come true. from? Where did this come from it, that you're quoting? I thought it came from the raw material. But we would like you to find moment, a reference. Okay. I'll look it up while we're talking. Because maybe I got it from somewhere else. But in any case... The idea I was thinking was that when you're on the other side, you can't do the actions that would change your karmic path. Now, maybe that's only true on the other side, at the lower levels, in the astral. Maybe you can, I mean, obviously, our sources are on the other side. Right. And and so I don't think it can apply to them. Right, and they're on the other side. Yeah. So I'm looking here and say I'm looking in the law of one dot info. Uh, uh, um, time space. Let me look that up and see what I get. Now, the law of one dot info is um, an online search app for the raw material. In other words, you can put anything in and it'll come up with a bunch of things it's searched for for that word. You can put Jesus, you can put Ross. So I just put in time space, okay? And I'll read the questions in relationship to time space before we start our conversation. Question. And of course, these questions are from Don Elkins. Let me be sure that I understand you. Is that darkness experienced in negative space-time or in negative time-space? Ra. Negative time-space. Question. You said the higher self is reluctant to enter negative space-time. Is that correct? Ra. The incarnative process involves being incarnated from time-space to space-time. That is correct. In other words, when you're incarnate, when you're not in a body, they're saying you're in time-space, and when you're in a body, you're in space-time. Now, when, when I read these things, sometimes... They're just showing up every sentence that time space, is, time space occurred in, and they're not necessarily in chronological order. 
So if one question doesn't lead to the next, that's why, okay? Question, were these constructed in time, space, or space-time? Ra, we ask your persistent patience for our answer must be complex. A construct of thought was formed in time-space. This portion of time-space is that which approaches the speed of light. In time-space, at this approach, the conditions are such that time becomes infinite and mass ceases so that one which is able to skim the, shall we say, boundary strengths of this time-space is able to become placed where it will. When we were where we wished to be, then closed the construct where we where we were where we wished to be, then closed the construct of light with that which would appear in the crystal ball. This was formed through the boundary into t- space time. Thus, these were two constructs. The time-space, or immaterial construct, and space-time are the materialized construct. Now, I know this is really hard to understand, that particular section there. They even said it was. And I'm, I'm trying to understand it myself um, it started out where they were talking about a crystal ball, right? But let me not spend too much time trying to understand that. <laughs> and I probably have to read it myself a few times. Question. Oh, yes. Sorry about that. It slipped my mind. Now, if a positive entity is displaced to negative time-space, I understand the higher self is reluctant to enter the negative time-space. And for some reason, this makes it necessary for the mind-body-spirit complex to incarnate in negative time-space. Why is it necessary for this incarnation in negative time-space. Ra, firstly, let us remove the concept of reluctance from the equation. And secondly, address your query more to the point. Each time-space is an analog of a particular sort a vibration of space-time. Yay! When neg- Are you watching That's a football clear. game? <laughs> no, I mean, that was very clear. Okay. When a negative time-space is entered by an entity, the next experience will be that 
of the appearance will be that of the appropriate space-time. This is normally done by the form-making body of a mind-body-spirit complex which places the entity in the proper time-space for incarnation. You know, I, I, I have a feeling we're going into something extremely deep here, okay? It's well, like... To me, ha- uh, you know, I mean, according to my understanding of space-time and time-stasis makes total sense. Yeah. And they keep referring to time-space usually here as negative, okay? All right, let's keep going. Is the process in positive time-space, now we just got positive time-space, identical with the process in negative time-space for this healing? Ra. The process in time-space of the forgiveness and acceptance is much like that in time-space. The process of space-time, did I say time-space there? Yeah. I'm reading it over again. The process in space-time of the forgiveness and acceptance is much like that in time-space. And that the qualities of the process are analogous. However, while in space-time, it is not possible to determine the course of events beyond the incarnation, but only to correct present imbalances in imbalances. In time-space, upon the other hand, it, it is possible to correct any unbalanced actions. It is not possible to correct any, any unbalanced actions, but rather to perceive any unbalanced the, the actions, but rather to perceive the imbalance and thusly forgive the self for that which is. Now we're coming to the point that we started this, this about in time-space, you can know everything and do nothing, and in space-time, you can do everything and know nothing. And this is the first time they brought the indication of that up, okay? Did they say that? Well, just listen. While in space-time, we're in space-time. When we're in a body, we're in space-time. Right. It is, it is not possible to determine the course of events beyond the incarnation, but only to correct present imbalances. Okay? Okay. 
Okay, you can't determine course beyond the incarnation, but only to correct present imbalances. In time-space, on the other hand, it is not possible to correct any unbalanced actions, but rather to perceive the imbalance and thusly forgive the self for that which is. Okay? Okay. So, did you get that? Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of starting to say, in time-space, you can know everything and do nothing. But that's not exactly true, because you can forgive yourself. Okay? But in space-time, you can correct the action, but you don't understand it beyond the incarnation. In other words... You don't understand the karmic implications of it, but you can correct. You can only see it within the incarnation, right? Okay. Did you understand that? Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll give an example of that. Make it more clear. Uh, let's suppose you're supposed to. You promise somebody. You're going to drive them to the doctor, okay? And and then you drive them to the doctor, and you complete the action. They got to the doctor. They're grateful, and you helped them. But let's suppose you stood them up, and you didn't drive them to the doctor. Now you die, and you have to look and say, Oh, my God, I didn't drive them to the doctor. I promised I would. I was depend- They were depending on me. Now, you'll feel guilty. And the, the guilt will continue to the other side. And your de- job now is forgive the self for screwing up. Okay? That's just an example that I pulled out of a hat. But um, the decisions, then, are made to set up the possibility probabilities of correcting these imbalances in what you call future space-time experiences. The advantage of time-space is that of the fluidity of the grand overview. The advantage of space-time is that working in darkness with a tiny candle, one may correct imbalances. Did you understand that? Terry? I'm looking at it. Um, well, if one has an imbalance, they can correct it but uh, in space-time, but if they aren't in any time-space, um, it's pretty hard to correct. Mm-hmm. 
They can't call them up and apologize. They can't say, next time I'll take you. You know, it's done and over. But you can forgive them. You can forgive yourself, okay? Right. You can look at it and forgive yourself. When you're in space-time, you can correct it. You can apologize to the person. You can take them to dinner to make up for not taking them to the doctor, okay? I think I'm uh, going to unmute everybody here for a moment, I think. Hang on. All right, now. Just a moment. There we go. All participants are unmuted. Are you guys understanding this concept of space-time and time-space? No. <laughs> so what, what, is the, what is the context, when? What is meant by the term space-time and, and what context? Well... You know, in simple language, space-time receives, as they're describing it, space-time relates to your life in the physical realm right now, right? And time-space... Would it it not be... it, It sounds like it should be the opposite way around because time, space, Time. It takes time to do things in the in this realm, and it's slowed down uh, so that we can learn things. That's my understanding. Uh, so time space seems to be our realistic, real you know, our living physical realm, and space time seems to be well, them, more ethereal. Tell them next time. We'll tell them next time they <laughs> write the raw material to do it the opposite way because it's confusing. Okay, but this time they wrote, this time they wrote it that way. I mean, they definitely oh, yeah. said that. All right, and I, I mean, can I give let, my let, viewpoint? Yeah, let me just say one thing. Uh, Times. I mean, let's just take it the way they're using it. Okay, not the way you think they should use it, but space time has to do with being in this realm in a body. And essentially they're saying you can you can shift things in this realm. You can move things around. You can be kind. You can change your karmic past. But you usually don't understand you're changing your karmic past because you don't have the vision of your past. Okay? In time-space, you're on the other side. You're in the astral. And they're it saying... It's made the opposite, though. It seems like if you're in time-space, you're in your life, and you're in your... an hour well, no, they're, ago they're, of the they're, they're defining it this way. We'll ask questions. That's why we're going to ask questions. It's a very uh, deep concept. And we're, gonna, we're talking to them... So we can get to the root of it, all right? But 
Time it's space, to me. <laughs> the way they're using it is when you're in the astral and when you're not in a body anymore and when you're in time-space, you can see your karmic path, which you can't see when you're in a body. Or most people can't see it or it's harder to see. And when you're in time-space, you can see your past and you can't change anything in time-space. You need to come back and have another body so you can change it, okay? Um, so obviously, there's a key here to graduate this realm. You have to not feel that you have to come back to another body to change your karma. You realize that? That's an important concept if you want to graduate this realm. And, um, okay, Edna, Edna, you said something, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Because if you think about, if you are here in time, space, everything is about the time. You're moving with the time. You're thinking. You're able to realize everything you, everything you're feeling, everything you're doing, everything you're learning. Now, when you're in space time, you're out. You cannot, you cannot deal with the time anymore because you are in space. You can observe. You can look back. You can see it, but you cannot react. You're just going to be able to learn understanding from observing back what happened. It, it always mm -hmm. makes sense to me. It, it's cool. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to me, and it makes sense the idea that in space-time, you can do everything and know nothing, and in time-space, you can do nothing and know everything. In other words... This is uh, metaphysical, and it's beyond the veil. You don't have the veil in time-space. Right. I think, exactly. I think we can get a third option. Exactly. And and you can see <laughs> you can see you can see your karma when you're in time space. You can see I gotta exactly. go back and have another body to resolve that. But when you're in space time you can't most people can't see their karma, okay? They don't know what they have to do to resolve things. You know, unless they ask questions on Wednesday. <laughs> well, just a minor point. So a minor point, um, this concept of being able to do no work uh, on the other side and having to do the work in this realm is one of the lesser-known teachings of the Mormon Church. Well, I knew there was something good about that church, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, something about uh, now is the time for to a day of repentance uh, before you go into the afterlife or wherever where there's where no work can be done. So yes. just thought I'd throw that right. out there to you. Thank you. No, that, that's very good. And and you know, but the one thing you can do is you forgive yourself because if you forgive yourself, you can release the karma. You know. Well, you know, speaking of forgiveness, you know, we we talk about forgiving each other. You know, when somebody does something wrong, it's important to forgive them. And what we don't seem to understand is that we don't have the power to forgive anybody. We need to just accept and move on. 
that's, that's another subject. All right. But I mean, who, who has the power to forgive? But you do that at all. Right. My understanding is that you can do things on the other side. You can do things on the other side. Um, But if you want to speed up and turbo boost your ability to correct your karma, then you take an incarnation in the body in a a very low-density, third-density planet like Earth. That was my understanding. Now, where where, did you you get your understanding? Where did you get your understanding from? From uh, previous about... chanting. Um, Say on that Sunday again? Call. Previous yeah. channelings on Wednesday and Sunday from my memory. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? We're t- the reason we're talking about this is because it's giving them fodder to uh, talk back to us on the things we 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 don't understand. Okay? So... Um, and, and Lewis, by the by the way, I, I think that I, I I made an offhand crass comment about the Mormon Church, but I didn't mean it in that way. And I mean, I think it's I think it's a church that has a lot of unusual characteristics about it, and that in some ways are more advanced than other churches. In some ways, in any case. Uh, who else has a comment on this discussion? I had a comment. Yes, Terry. Uh, yeah, here's the way I look at it. There are bands that we're in. The first density, second density, third density, fourth density. Now, each of them has... They're in their own space-time. They determine how fast or slow time goes, depending upon the space that they're in. And so if you, uh, like when I channel, I um, I bring in the Elohim, and they are in a higher density, and so they come in, and everything is in a space that is very slow to them. Time moves very slow. So time is um, formatted within a particular density and in a particular space. So. Where we are hey, right I, now. I, 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 I want to make I want to make a point. Okay, excuse me for interrupting. But imagine you're in a car, right? And you're driving along at seventy miles an hour, right? And you look at the scenery, and you see everything going by really fast, right? Right. But then there's another car who's driving 70 miles an hour, and he's right next to you, and he doesn't look like he's moving at all. Right. So no matter how fast you're going, when you're in your own speed, you have no concept of fast. Only when you compare yourself with something that's going slow. 
All right. Right. So, so the, the Elohim. I mean, I'm just not, I'm I'm just speculating here. This is the way I think it works. The Elohim may be moving very fast in relationship to how we move, but they don't experience that until they connect with us. And it's like a car moving at 70 miles an hour, looking at another car moving at 10 miles an hour. And they, they, you notice the difference. Okay. Right, right. We noticed the difference right away. Yeah, let me read a couple more things here. You know, this goes on. This is actually, there's a lot of things that have come up on space, time, time, space, okay? Uh, Okay. Okay. Now, if a positive question, now, if a positive entity is displaced to negative time, space, I understand that the higher self is reluctant to enter the negative time space. And for some reason, this makes it necessary for the mind-body-spirit complex to incarnate in negative space-time. Why is it necessary for this incarnation in negative space-time? Now, I'm trying to understand what negative space-time is, okay? What's the difference between space-time and negative space-time? But here's their answer. Firstly, let us remove the concept of reluctance from the equation. And then secondly, address your query more to the point. Each time-space is an is an analog of a particular s- sort of vibration of space time when a negative time space is entered by an entity the next experience will be that of the appropriate space time this is normally done by the form making body of a mind body spirit complex which places the entity in the proper time-space for incarnation. Now, I understand something about that, but I'm going to go on because we're never going to get to our channeling, okay? Um, Our lines are still open, so I'll just let anybody make a comment if they want to. Question. Is the process in positive time-space identical with the process in negative time-space for this healing? Ah. The process of space-time of the forgiveness and acceptance is much like that in time-space, in that the qualities of the process are analogous. However, while in space-time, it is not possible to determine the course of events beyond the incarnation, but only to correct present imbalances. 
In time space, upon the other hand, it is not possible to correct any unbalanced actions, but rather to perceive the imbalances and thusly forgive the self for that which it is. Question. I think this will be our last question, then we're going to go into a session. In the last session, Ross stated that the path back from sixth-density negative time-space resolves, firstly, about the higher self's reluctance to enter the negative time-space. Could you explain the higher self's position with respect to positive and negative time-space and why it is so reluctant? to enter negative time space that it is necessary for the mind-body-spirit complex to incarnate in negative space-time to find its path back. Ra, in brief, you have answered your own query. Please question further for more information. Did you guys understand that? Yeah. Yeah. In other words, within the context of this discussion, they are explaining the nature of reincarnation and where you choose to incarnate to and where, uh, if I'm reading, if I'm understanding it correctly, where you have glitches in your own, they didn't use the word karma, so I'm reluctant to use it, but I'll use it. Where you have glitches in your own karma that push you into taking a body in a certain space-time that matches the circumstances for you to work out your karma, which you can only do in space-time. That sound right to you, Terry? Yeah. Um, yeah, because you get the bigger picture in space-time, yeah. and yeah. You, you can work out your uh, bigger picture. But if you're in yeah. time-space, it might be one... Uh, little thing of not taking the guy to the doctor and standing him up and uh, but it's not connected with the bigger picture I mean you keep in mind that we go through many 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 incarnations at various times sometimes they've said people sometimes have to go through a million a million incarnations in order to get to the end point. And okay, I gotta mute everybody again. Hang on. Somebody's talking. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. 
so you can kind of start to get a feeling for this idea of reincarnation and how you have to keep working out things. That's going to be a really interesting conversation we're going to have, and we'll see where it goes. I have a feeling the Ra group is more tuned into this idea of time-space and space-time in the detail level of it than the Elohim group, because they have gone through their own past of many, many reincarnations to work it out to get to the next level. So we're going to call in the light. It's a little invocation. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person here and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? I don't hear you, Terry. We're here with you in the love site uh, of the one in... What? I, I hear you now. Okay. We greet you in the love site of the one infinite creator. We understand that this is a more complex um, topic that you have entered, but we... You... All of us are subject to the space, time, time, space phenomena. Do you have questions? Well, um, first of all, when you talk about, when you talk about space time, can we just dismiss that to being our physical realm? 3D? This would be one space-time, an example of a space-time, yes. So if you were on another planet, that would be a different space-time, right? No, if you're in a different density. Okay. So as long as you're in 3D, you're in space-time, right? Yes, and if you're in 4D, you're in space-time to do with 4D, and if you're in 5D, you're in a different space-time to do with 5D. So now, there's a different time-space 
for each space time. Is that correct? There are many time spaces within each space time. Okay. And uh, that time space is attached to the particular space time. Yes. And there is a, uh, a back and forth interface between the space time and the time space uh, that a human they, goes they through. They work together. Yes. And. It is um, one that is sitting within the other and operating within. Well, uh, time space is operating within space time. And. What's the difference between negative time space and positive time space? When an individual has taken a negative turn and is expressing negativity, he is affecting his own time space and he is turning it negative. And to backtrack and to uh, move his way out of it, he needs to move into the negative. <coughs> and work his way through it. He needs to move into the negative uh, space-time? Yes. Okay, he's already in negative time-space, right? Right. And, and he may be reluctant fact, to go back into it, to work his way out of it. Yeah. And the fact the fact is, whether it's positive time space or negative time space, in both cases, the person has the ability to see their karmic path or the karma they need to go through to move back into a correlative space-time that would allow them to work out that karma. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. But when you're in space-time, you don't understand any of it. Right? Like we're in space-time. Well, you have, you have a very narrow... Uh, you, you, you are seeing things within a narrow timeline, okay. not a broader space timeline. Now, when people ask you questions on Wednesday, do you give them answers that help them have a glimmer of vision into their own time-space? Yes. Yes. We attempt to. Some people are more open to it, and we can go further than others. And when a person gets that glimmer, it allows them to be more effective in the physical space-time they're in, right? It no, can unfold all different beautiful, expansive ways. Yeah. Now, 
they've talked about negative space-time and positive space-time. Is there negative? Is there negative? I'm sorry. We talked about negative time-space and positive time-space. Is there negative space-time as well? Was it? Is that one of the things that was brought up? If Simone is moving into um, sixth density, was that space-time? Well, I don't think, I don't know if you brought it, I don't think you brought it up. I don't think it's, I haven't seen it mentioned. I haven't seen negative space-time mentioned here. And, uh, oh, here we go. There's negative time-space. And yes, yes, there is negative space time mentioned. Uh, here, I'll read it. Could you explain the higher self's position with respect to positive and negative time space and why it is so reluctant to enter negative time space that it is necessary for the mind body spirit complex to incarnate in negative space time? to find its path back. Now, I think there's a huge amount of depth in that answer, if I can grasp it clearly, okay? And if they can get this... into their positive, if they can get into the proper uh, ranking of uh, space-time, negative space-time, they may have to go into that to uh, then experience that negative time space and to work their way back. Now, is negative space time, would that correlate to going into an incarnation that was very difficult and had a lot of obstacles? Uh, it, it would. It would. Uh, it, it is very hard to be uh, extraordinarily uh, leaning towards uh, negativity, not loving, not connecting. It is, um, <laughs> like a, a standing alone. <laughs> I see. And, and that's why a person would be, a soul would be very reluctant to go in and have that kind of experience. Right. Right. But sometimes they have to do it to balance their karma. That's right. They've, they're, okay. This is the life they've set up. This is the life they know, so they're going to have to go back into it to be able to back out of it. Mm-hmm. And so this negative space-time is a very individual thing from person to person. Negative space-time, positive space-time, negative time-space, negative time-space. You know, each person is on their own path and is moving back and forth between space-time and time-space. And... uh, um, and either ne- negative time space and positive time space. 
So when somebody is going through a very difficult lifetime, they can bless it because they are working out karmic patterns. Yes? Yes. Can they can they in the middle of of a a lifetime of you know negative space time could they balance out their karma enough so the life would switch? Yes, it's possible that it could switch very fast if they heal enough visualizations. And how does how does grace fall into all of this? Can grace... Uh, grace is a uh, helper and assistant. And um, each circumstance that it involves itself in is different. And so the application in each case is different. Mm-hmm. All right. And if a person is doing good works and they're in a negative space-time, then good works and compassion would help them move through it faster, correct? It could, yes. It could. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if somebody is sitting there saying, why am I going through this? Why is life so hard for me? It could be because they've taken an incarnation in negative space-time to work out their karma, but they don't understand it, right? Right. So that's why in this realm you can do everything and know nothing, and in time-space you can know nothing, know everything, and do nothing. That's well, they're how doing that really works. limited phrase, and that the yeah. individual is in this realm. He can um, accomplish very much. He has unlimited uh, ways that he can interact and move forward. But when yeah. he is in space-time, um, he can see his patterns. Um, but the specifics aren't available to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see if people are getting this, because this, you know, this is a very amazingly deep look at something that I haven't heard anyone else talk about. Okay. <laughs> Just a moment. All participants are unmuted. Are you guys getting the feeling for this time, space, space, time idea? Yes. 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 But is is I have a question. The negative uh, reference would that be for people? who are, have been born into these really negative 
families and some of them have no choice because they are brought up by their family and they are mind controlled and would that be referring to those people? Uh, I can't, I'm not going to try to answer that. But, well, um, each case is individual. Each has yeah. their own karma they're working through. Um, so you couldn't make a generalization. But uh, it could apply to that. Thank you. Um, you know, when we talk about n negative time space and or negative space time and positive space time, how does that connect with service to self and service to others? I would assume if someone is being service to self, they are accruing certain amount of uh, karmic patterns out of their out of balance actions, which they have well, to Well, they're accruing actions within synchronicities to negative space-time. Yeah, and so they would they could keep coming back to negative space-time if they don't yeah. start changing their patterns, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Yeah, this is Edge. Hello. I, I was just I got, thinking... I, I have just, a question. I have a question. What... what if you would understand the space time time space thing, Don, 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 you butted yep. in on Edna, so let her ask her question. Okay, go ahead. Right. Okay, okay, go ahead, Edna. It, it, it's it's more like a comment. So, for example, if somebody uh, just has been in a different stage, uh, a stage of uh, a, a negativity in 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 the third dimension, and they die, and they bring that thought with them and they cannot concentrate on anything else other than like, I'm going to just go to alcoholism, for example, cannot think anything else. Keep thinking about that because it needs the body or the addiction. Keep really focusing on that. I think on the, on the space time, that's what would be a negative because the concentration is still on that and the, the, and the soul doesn't let it go. And, um, and 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 again, if they come back, they might. If they don't have the time, if they don't took the time to just get get healed on the space time, uh, they could come back to the time space, which is back to the to the a new life and your new body, and bring that back again. And that would be considered a negativity, negative time space, because they could go back to the what it was before. I just I could see that as a circle of going back and forth, back and forth, eventually they would need to have to get out or in the time space or in the space time in order to get out of this circle of negativity. Mm -hmm. Would that be the case? Well, that, that would be that an answer. example possibility, right? Or it might be the alcoholism would be a resistance to uh, going into uh, the negativity and uh, they, they would be the standoff with themselves. Mm -hmm. Does, as you go up the dimensions, you know, we have, oh, hi, bro. We're in, 
Let me ask this question. Um, as you go up the dimensions, hang on, hang on. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. You know, we're in third dimension, and then there's fourth dimension, and then there's fifth, or fifth density. We prefer to call density. it entity. I know, I switched. I switched. But does each density have a time-space and a space-time connected to it? Yes. Yes. And how about each, the... Each density has uh, its own space-time, and then time-space is developed within each density, within its time, now, within its space-time. When we talk about the unconscious in a human, okay, would the unconscious have any correlations to space-time. Uh, this is a complex question that we... Uh, it, it could be, uh, since it's unconscious, uh, it could be aspects that are uh, stuck in different aspects of space-time and uh, are uh, not available to the individual. But we wish to go back to Don's question. Okay. Don? Um, yeah, I was kind of, if, if we leap, this is a pretty confusing subject, but um, if we leapfrogged ahead and we understood this, Correctly, I mean, what what would we do with this information? How how would we use it in a practical sense down here to uh, improve our situations? Simply by understanding what is happening to you, so that if you were um, in the third density and you passed, uh, you transitioned, and then you uh, realized you could correct the pattern. Uh, All participants are on hold. All participants are off hold. You can correct pattern from the space where you were, but you didn't have the capability of correcting an individual of forgiveness or um, interaction to correct some interaction. You could correct your pattern. What, what if we you know, want to wait, that, wait, wait till we transition? I mean, what, what can we do now with that information? But that, I wanted to say something. It okay, seems to me, seems to me that once you, and, and I'm going to let our sources agree with what I'm saying or not. Once you realize this incredible area that you don't know about yourself of what is it to do to to uh, um, evolve to move to your next level what do you need to do in this realm to do that it becomes a burning question and then you gotta look all over you go see psychics you go get Scientology processing, you, you know, um, 
or whatever, you know, all the myriads of things. And until you look for them, you'll be stuck and they'll be controlling you. So one of the great advantages of hearing and understanding this concept is the burning desire to unlock what you need to know to grow, to evolve, to move forward, and release Thank the you. karmic patterns that keep you stuck here. Now I'll turn it over to our sources. Yes. Um, the uh, life process, the evolutionary process, everybody is on their path and is presented with the next thing that they're going to need to learn. And it might be a difficult situation. And I say, no, no, don't, um, let's avoid that one. But that is the very thing that's going to give them the lessons that they need to advance. So my explanation was essentially accurate there, correct? You will be presented with the next thing that you need to master. Okay. Does that help you, Don? Oh, wait. He's muted. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Useful information. Okay. All participants are unmuted. Anyone else? I, I came into this a little late, but it, it, I'm kind of grokking that this is um, uh, simply uh, uh, the pattern of creation pair that happens in a uh, universe of duality. Would well, that this be correct? Was based, this was based on something that was in the raw material, okay? And... Uh, and a, and a, there's a little thing where they differentiate between time, space, and space-time. And they say that in time-space, you can know everything and do nothing. And in space-time, space you can know nothing and do everything. And going into the depths of what that means... I don't want to repeat all the things we already discussed, so if it's, it's, it's a very interesting concept that uh, it opens up and reveals some of the mechanisms of reincarnation that I don't think I've ever heard anyone reveal before, okay? Do you have you a page or chapter reference? Because I have the well, book. If you go to the law of one dot info, Okay, the law of one dot info. Do a search for time space, and it'll bring up all the references in the raw material for time space. Okay, very good. Thank you. Okay, when I have a question. Yeah. Yes. I have a question. Um, what is the most effective approach to understand and master challenges? when they present themselves 
So is there a kind of a guide like um, one to five where you can apply <laughs> the steps in the guide um, in order to help yourself understand the challenge that you're having, why you're having it? Um, is it a past life pattern? Um, what are you doing to um, propel this challenge to, to continue? And how is the best and most effective way to, to approach it, to look at it, to understand it, and then to change it? Well, I would, I would say, I would say, somebody's going to be mad at me because they shouldn't say when. You shouldn't say. I would say, let them answer. But sometimes I have angles because <laughs> I'm in a body. Sometimes I have angles on it all because I'm in a body. And I'm coping with it all in my own life that uh, they may not mention or, you know, they'll trigger off of what I say and go deeper in it. So that's why I answered like this. And um, but you know what? It's like you're trying to you're trying to make it linear, like a cookie cutter approach, you know, Let's just put everything in this cookie cutter and see what how it cuts, you know. And I don't think you can do that. I think I'm, I'm you know trying to put you, the frame you have you have the, the 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 rare opportunity here to ask questions on a Wednesday and get insights into your uh, time space long term karmic agendas. If you ask the the right the right questions, okay, and and then you know, I mean, if I, I'm trying to think. If of, I have a if I have a framework that I can apply to a challenge, it means that I can understand the challenge and I can apply the framework, and I I won't need to ask a question, and I will learn mm -hmm. more because I will learn both sides of it. Well, I don't think I don't think I'm, I'm, you can. I'm well, I, don't, I don't think I you can do that. I don't think you can do that. Look, well, well, you know, I am there's, student there's, and there's, I am the teacher. There's, there's two times. There's two types of challenges. Okay, the first thing you have to do is figure out which type of challenge it is. One challenge is in is where I accidentally walked into the wrong neighborhood, and a bunch of people are attacking me. Okay. And is there any karma attached to that? Probably not. It's probably a circumstance of walking into the wrong neighborhood or something like that. And if you say, is there karma attached to it? In other words, let's suppose you have somebody that you love who then leaves you. Okay? And, 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 is there karma attached to that? Probably, you know? Why did they leave you? Then you have to figure out what was your part? How do you forgive yourself? See, this is why forgiveness is so important because forgiveness lets you not keep carrying that energy if you truly forgive, either yourself or someone else. But um, you want, 
I'll turn it over to them. Let me just see if they understand your question. Sources, can you make a comment to Sija? It is a very good question. There have been a number of things we have advanced in the log one material. Uh, One of them would be uh, to, they fit into various categories. One of them would be to uh, see the creator in uh, your surroundings, see the creator in yourself, uh, see the creator in others. Um, It would be patterns that uh, can simply help you ride above things. Someone's talking. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Uh, Another pattern would be clearing the chakras daily, starting with the foundation chakra, moving up the sexual, moving up the control uh, aspects, the heart, uh, the the forehead, the pineal gland, and the crown chakra to clear those and see where there are problems. Um, and then, Can I ask, let me ask, I'd like to ask a question. Go ahead. When you're clear, when you're clearing the chakras, does it matter whether you start from the bottom up or the top down? No, it does matter. Start from the bottom up because. The top ones are not going to clear unless the unless the bottoms are cleared. Okay. Thank you. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> so on whole planet uh-huh. healing, I shouldn't <laughs> say open up your crown chakra and bring it down. I should start with the uh, root chakra. Yes. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes. No, uh, we totally get uh, CJ's question, and uh, if one is clearing their chakras, um, and then they find that there is uh, like a, a glitch bleeding uh, through from past life. Uh, a decision that's made uh, on how the world is created and how one has to be uh, that really doesn't apply anymore to the situation, these things will begin to create a, a problem and stand out in their life and begin to take shape. There's something there that needs to be worked on. Um but we see that if there would be a format for um, feeding in the uh, situation and coming out with uh, the uh, correct set of steps to resolve it, it would be very good. 
And I would suggest for those of you who are regulars on our call to formulate a question on a Wednesday, which is a rare opportunity to know, understand your karma and understand why things are happening in your life. And it gives you a great tool to help something shift as opposed to saying, Elohim, fix me. <laughs> okay? Um, if they fix you, it'll go back again, probably. Not necessarily. Uh, I said, probably, or oftentimes, you know? Because unless you clear the pattern, you'll bring it back. I mean, is that wrong? Am I, is that incorrect? Some... We don't uh, have a stable, permanent answers that apply in all cases. Yeah. Okay. That was very, that was very, very, very helpful. Thank you. All right. And anyone else? We wish to move to the healing list at this time. That's just what, yeah, that's just what I was going to do. So, we have a healing list. Mute all. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And Sija is going to help, and she goes through the list and reads it. Our sources will make a comment, and we're only going to do one thing on your list. So, um... Make sure if you put the most important thing there and don't put a list of 10 people or six things to be shielded um, because it overwhelms Terry, it overwhelms them, and they don't do as good a job. They've said that very specifically. And they've asked so each person should only do one thing. Okay? So I turn it over to Sija. Thank you. Thank you. I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list, a subject of this healing list, listening to the call, listening to a replay, and reading a transcript. Michael Adler from San Diego. Hello again. I've experienced some unusual symptoms the second day after being in close proximity to people who have been vaxxed. I treated it with ivermectin and also dandelion leaf tea. Could you please evaluate my health? Is there anything preventative I can use? I have a performance to participate in during May and I'm a little uneasy about being in a crowd of people who might be shedding spike protein. Thank you once again for your focus on me and hugs and blessings to all. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> we suggest that you take Z-Stack daily 
um, which would be the zinc, um, vitamin D, um, quercetin, vitamin C, Vitamin D is important because you are in an area that could be getting more sunlight to provide vitamin D for your body. However, you need more vitamin D. Zinc is important because it helps eliminate, uh, or it, it deactivates virus. Viruses, uh, quercetin helps zinc work. Um, vitamin C uh, with uh, bioflavonoids helps the body uh, to uh, keep building its um, immunity. There are other things one can take um, that can also help, but keep the protocol up. Ivermectin is good when you are around people that are shedding when followed according to the instructions of it. Um, See if you can find a balance uh, that works for you when you're around these people. Thank you. Thank you. Etchna from Snohomish. Thank you, dear forces, for being present in my evolution. I am very grateful. I would like to concentrate on Franz today, sending him strong love light, strength and healing energy for his continuing evolution. Also, thank you very much for help with Eric's healing. Much love, Edna. Thank you. Thank you. We. Tune in to France, and then we start to laugh. It's just such a joyous nature, sense of humor. Um, he likes it when we tune in and when you tune in. This is very helpful and makes his day. He is working upon it, but he is lighthearted today and uh, is um, moving above and over any of his obstacles. Thank you. Thank you. Edward is putting his friend Sophie Rodriguez, she lives in Homer, Louisiana, and he says, please put um, Sophie Rodriguez 
into the love light as she is greatly suffering from lupus. Thank you. Thank you, Gil, for a moment. We are working on it. Thank you. Thank you. Feature from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us and helping us to manifest a beautiful new reality. I put into the love light any of my previous prayer requests that are important for the highest and greatest good. Thank you for protecting Mother Earth and for setting any negative agendas of course. Thank you. Mother Earth thanks you for the support. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. I ask for continued healing of my left leg as it is not quite fully healed yet. Thank you, the Ra group, Ra Arm, the Elohim group, and Grace for healing my left leg. Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to keep your body in an alkaline state because this will induce the greatest healing. Thank you. Thank you. Shirley Odenweller from Columbus requesting healing for self and cats for unknown bug bites resulting from an apartment infestation. Thank you. Thank you. This is important to get handled. And it is not just your apartment, but it is coming in from some, another apartment nearby. Um, you might uh, speak with the management uh, if that is appropriate or with the neighbors since you, they are having problems here. It is a, a, an infestation that has um, been growing in another apartment for a while. Thank you. You know, you might get the first thing I would do is go to the hardware store and get what's called a fogger and it you have to leave your apartment follow the directions carefully it it you it, it's a little can it's got an aerosol that you push the aerosol and then it stays on and it puts kind of a, a poisonous smoke through your apartment and it's supposed to kill everything. And you may need even two or three if it's really bad. 
and um, I would try that. And if it works for you, tell your neighbor, and then you might both have to do it because you'll get more things in from there. And I don't know if your neighbor is having the same circumstances, having bites of sorts. And I just want to say, do our sources agree with this as a course, possible course of action? Yes. Yeah. And then another thing, is it bugs that crawl or is it bugs that fly? If it's bugs that's, if it's bugs that's, if it's bugs that crawl, there's something called diatonomous earth, which you can probably also buy in a hardware store. And diatomaceous. if you put it, diatomaceous earth, if you put it on the ground or on the floor everywhere, um, you don't want to step in it. So figure out a way not use sandals or something. But um, if bugs crawl over it, it's very sharp. And it cuts them, okay? And they die. And uh, you can put that all over your apartment, and um, it might help. Look it up. How do you spell diatomaceous, Cedia? Um, I've just bought some, so hold on a second. D-I-A-T-E. Um, when it's oh, all I, have one, I have one comment. Could you could you substitute ozone uh, with ozone instead of uh, poison gas? Would that be better? I don't. I don't know if you could get a high enough concentration of ozone to do it. Okay. They make they make these. Uh, I mean, I don't really have to do it for the whole building, but they make these uh, devices. They use a powerful fan to suck ozone through. They use it for killing mold and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if you could just do it in one apartment yeah. or not. Ozone, ozone, you'd have Not to look up, look it up, do some research, ozone, and whatever. And, you know, there are, of course, there's, there's, there's people that come to your house that are supposedly experts at this that will do maybe, you know, all kinds of things that might help that you couldn't do yourself, okay? Um... What do you call what do you call those people? Bug killers, you know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Exterminator. <laughs> Dia Diatomaceous is spelt D for Donald, I for Indigo, A for Alpha, T for Tommy, O for Oscar, M for Mother, A for Alpha. C for cat, E for echo, O for Oscar, U for umbrella, S for sugar, diatomatous, earth. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. I wanted to ask a question to the sources, to our sources, um, that I didn't ask, and that is, in a given lifetime, you tend to stay in negative uh, space-time or positive space-time, or do you move back and forth? And what is the influence of the Christ consciousness on this balancing of your karma? Individuals 
tend to stay based upon that they have developed a way of being. They tend to stay in the same time, space, space, time, and work their way through that. Uh, they can suddenly change. Um, it, it is possible they suddenly have a realization and suddenly can move out of what they've been in and change. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ consciousness, um, is there as a help, as an assistance, and makes their travels through the densities easier. Mm-hmm. And how about techniques like hypnotism, uh, ordering, etc.? We would prefer you ask your question on a Wednesday. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, CJ. Thank they put you. me in my place, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> David Ferringer from Mercer. I just want to say goodbye to everybody on BBS Radio. Thank you for listening. Happy Easter, and may you have a, a beautiful day and 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 to feel very happy with your life and and cheerful. And even if you're in, even if even if you're in negative space, hard time space. Okay. Uh, also, if 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 you found this call interesting and helpful, we have thousands of calls. And they're all amazing uh, on a website called thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. And uh, we have 10 conference calls a week. You can read about them all. And thank you for listening. And back to you, CJ. Thank you. David Ferringer from Mercer. And he asks, healing the pain in my right hand. Thank you. We work with it. Thank you.